Hey everybody, we are here today to bring you your week 13 streaming strategies. How do we maximize games against our opponents and who do we target? Well, don't worry because I'm going to give you the straight goods. All right, let's get the biz. You're listening to Fantasy NHL Today. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate so much you all tuning in here. Um, feeling very uh, lucky and grateful to do this. Um, yeah, this is Fantasy NHL Today. I am your host, Blake Creamer. Please go ahead and follow me on Twitter. It's at Blake Creamer SE. Uh, and if you could, please just do me a big favor. I uh, I would love it if you could just leave a review on the pod here, wherever you're listening to it. Uh, just leave a review and hopefully a five-star uh, rating. That would be amazing. Uh, but as I always say, even if you don't like it, just just go ahead and, and, and give me five stars anyway. Please. Come on. Please. All right. Enough of that business. I got to promote myself a little bit better. So that's, that's, my, that's my shtick right there. I'm going to stick to that. Anyways. Yeah. We've got a good uh, streaming episode, streaming strategy episode coming up for week 13. I know it's, uh, I'm recording this on Friday night, so uh, this should reach you on Saturday with uh, plenty of time to get some of these moves in. It's going to be an interesting week next week uh, for streaming, so we'll talk about that a little bit. And uh, yeah, um, before we get to that, there is just a, a little bit of NHL news. News! New news! 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 And uh, yeah, there's there's not too much to share here. Um, kind of just something to keep an eye on. Um, the game tonight, Edmonton and the Kraken. Leon Dreisaitl was a late scratch, and there's not a lot of info as to why he isn't playing. So just something to keep an eye on. Hopefully it's not anything too serious. Um, yeah, for fantasy owners, obviously. And then for Leon himself. Hello. 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 Come on, Leon. We hope you're all right, buddy. All right, you beauty. Big Leo. Um, yeah, but uh, definitely hoping that uh, Dry Settle is going to be good to go, but I'm sure his, his status for the next game is in question, so just keep an eye on that. Sounds like uh, Kyler Yamamoto is going to be the one sort of taking over on the power play for him, so, I mean, maybe worth the stream there. Probably not, honestly, but let, let's just wait and see what happens. Um, also, Chris Letang was out for the game, uh, Pittsburgh's game tonight with a lower body injury. We don't have uh, much more information other than that. So, yeah, tough to see the tanger go down, but, um, yeah, hopefully he's back, um, you know, fairly, fairly soon. Nothing seems to be able to keep this man out, as we all know. Anyways, that, that's really it for the news. Now I want to get into talking about streaming strategies and uh, what's going to go on here in week 13, okay? So, there are, let's just take a look here, what am I doing? What the hell am I doing? All right. Um, So we'll just go through here. So on Monday, there's three games. Tuesday, we've got 11 games. So a busier Tuesday there. Wednesday, there's three games again. Thursday, we've got 10 games. Friday, there's six games. Saturday, nine games. And Sunday, eight games. So what makes this uh, kind of an interesting week, obviously Monday and Wednesday are very sparse with only the three games there. 
Um, for me, anything 10 games and over, that to me is a busy streaming day. So it's going to be hard to get players in on those days. And on this week, Tuesday is actually the biggest um, day for games with 11 games. So Tuesday has 11, Thursday has 10. Um, and what's really interesting though, Saturday, which is usually a big night, only has nine. So Saturday, which is uh, technically one of the heavy days, you can actually probably stream someone in there. So um, Saturday and Sunday uh, are both nine games and eight games respectively. So, And there are some teams that play a back-to-back on Saturday, Sunday. So we'll, we'll talk about that, but um, it is an interesting week. Obviously, um, we want to get players in on the Monday and Wednesday because those are, those are going to be really tough just because of there's, there's only three games on each of those nights. All right, But we'll tell you what to do. Well, I'm going to do my best. I'll tell you what I'm going to do, all right? And uh, I, feel, I feel good about that. So um, there are seven teams uh, this week with four games. There's 22 teams with three games, and there's three teams with two games. Let me tell you who they are, all right? The teams with four, Anaheim, Arizona, Boston, Columbus, St. Louis, Toronto, and Washington. All right, those are your, those are your teams with four games this week. There are... 22 teams with three games. I'm not going to mention all those. And then there are three teams with only two games this week. And those are the Buffalo Sabres, the Ottawa Senators, and the San Jose Sharks. So, um, yeah, it's just going to be an interesting week because games are, are, are fairly spread out besides the Monday and Wednesday, right? So... Let's look at the team with the best schedule. There is a clear winner this week, and it is the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. They have a four-game... Why do I call them the Mighty Ducks? I can't get that out of my head. Obviously, because of the movie, and they were the Mighty Ducks. The Anaheim Ducks. All right, let's just go there. Uh, hey, everybody. I'm a stupid moron with an ugly face and a big butt, and my butt smells, and I like to kiss my own butt. They've got four games, and they're all on the off nights. So Anaheim plays Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. So if you stream in a Ducks player, you're going you're gonna to get all four games out of that player. Um, there's no question there. And they do have some interesting you know, players you can target. I mean, we're talking about streamers here. So nothing, nothing is really too exciting, to be honest. But I think it, what, what you're trying to do when you're streaming is basically suffocate your opponent with games played. Right. So when you look at your matchup at the beginning of the week, one thing I always like to do is see how many games I have compared to how many games they have. And it gives me a good indication of like, you know, whether I'm going to win the week or not. And it seems silly and and simple, but it it makes a huge difference. You know, you want to suffocate them with games played. If guys are out there getting, you know, uh, you know, uh, one hit or two hits a night and nothing else and hits are a category in your league, you know, that's four games, two hits, that's eight hits, as opposed to a team that's playing, you know, three games all on busy nights, and you've got a streamer in that's that's not playing at all. So you're either getting eight hits or you're getting zero hits, right? That's sort of the thinking behind playing these off nights, right? You're just getting counting stats. And hopefully, you know, some of these streamers, we're going to try and help you out here, but some of these streamers can, can maybe pop off and get some offense going too and, and provide some other categorical uh, uh, statistics. So we'll look into that. But Anaheim, that's, your, that's your, uh, your winner for sure this year. So players you want to roster this week, uh, I think, from Anaheim, uh, there's, there's four strong ones that I like. I mean, look at the other players. But Cam Fowler, I think, is a must roster for this week. He's only 13% on... Um, Yahoo. 
But Fowler is the number one defenseman there. He's he's quarterback in the power play. Obviously, the Ducks are terrible. So, <laughs> you know, uh, temper your expectations there. But Cam Fowler can provide you with some decent defenseman uh, statistics, like peripherals. Um, and he's also, he's just on the ice a lot. He, play, you know, he plays 30, 30 minutes a night sometimes. So Cam Fowler's your guy, only 13% rostered. He should, he should be rostered for this week, in my opinion. Uh, and to that, uh, to that end as well, John Klingberg. Dude, no, this is serious. I just sharded. Um, <laughs> you know what? He, he's, he's obviously having a terrible season. But when the Ducks have a, a week like this, I think Klingberg should be rostered. You know, he's, he's at 41%, which is so strange compared to Fowler's 13%. Fowler is outplaying him in almost every category. Right, Klingberg's just having a, a very off season. He's he's an offensive defenseman brought in, and he's not providing any offense. So, and he's not getting deployment either. He's getting under twenty minutes a night with the Ducks. So it's it's not been a good thing for Klingberg to be on the Ducks. That said, I think you should probably roster him this week. You could probably get a couple assists, some defenseman, you know, perifs, that type of thing. So Fowler and Klingberg should be rostered. And to me, Mason McTavish, he, he's eighteen percent rostered on Yahoo. Yeah, I think you got to get him. He's getting power play time. He's getting reasonable deployment for a rookie. I think he should be owned for this week only. I, I don't see him as a rest of season guy, but you know this this week is heads uh, above anybody else, right? Um, the next closest team only has two games on the off nights. So Anaheim, all four nights. All four games on the off nights. That's excellent. That's what you want to see from a, from a streaming team. So Mason McTavish, 18%. Grab him. And then the player I, I actually really like um, for this week is Frank Vitrano. Good afternoon. Hello, Frank's Pickle Barrelless. Um, Which is really weird to say because, <laughs> you know, he's doing nada. All right. This man is really just... Whatever, you know, he's kind of a whatever player, but this this week it's it's pretty good. So he's got uh, 15 points in 37 games. Yeesh, that's, that's not great. Um, he's minus 15 on the season. Uh, but there are some some things here with, with Frank Vitrano that I think he, he could have a positive regression. I don't know if it's going to happen this week, but, you know, his, his career shooting percentage is about 10. Right now he's shooting 5.5. And he's up his shots per game as opposed to last season when he got 18 goals. You know, he's, he's shooting almost three shots a game, which is nice. Um, he does hit. He hits over a hit a game. He's at 49 hits on 37 games. So I like that. And 36 blocks in uh, 37 games. So he's giving you some decent peripherals as well. He's getting power play time. His deployment is much better than it was last year. So last year he averaged 13 minutes and 10 seconds on ice this year he's averaging 17 minutes and 38 seconds with Anaheim so that's that's pretty darn good um you know he has dual eligibility on on Yahoo as well so I like Frank Vitrano if you're going to add someone on this team I think it should be Frank Vitrano he's going to give you the best chance really to to get any kind of statistics going and you know just just for um uh the Ducks in general um, Frank Vitrano is second on the team in individual Corsi four per 60, which is pretty nice. You know, he's putting, putting some pucks, uh, on or towards the net. So that's nice. Um, and individual scoring chances four per 60. He's fourth on the team behind Troy Terry, uh, Pavel Regenda, who's only played, uh, you know, he plays 10 minutes a night and then Adam Henrique. So yeah, I, I like, I like Vitrano. I mean, like is kind of a strong word. 
I tolerate Frank Vetrano this week. Um, and I think, I don't know, I think he could do something this week. So that's my guy, Frank Vetrano, 8% rostered. Book it, all right? This man's going to, he's going to go off, all right? Four games this week, I'm thinking two points. Ah, pretty good. No, he might get more than that. But he'll get, like I said, he'll give you some good perifs. And uh, yeah, he, he's out there doing stuff, which I like. And then Adam Henrique as well. I mean, take a look and see if he's there. Um, but I think getting a duck player is really key because um, you get those Monday, Wednesday games. Okay. Next, uh, Boston is uh, the next best team here. They've got four games with two off nights. Uh, and another nice thing about Boston is they have a Monday start. So they play Pittsburgh on Monday. So what I like to do in those situations is, is if you can get a move in from this week, pick up a Boston player on Saturday or Sunday, then you're good to go um, with all four of your moves on Monday and you can do other stuff, right? So uh, same goes for Anaheim. I've actually picked up a couple Anaheim players in matchups that I feel confident I'm winning in. I picked up a couple Anaheim players already just so I have them, right? You want to get a jump on these things, especially with Anaheim this week. Because, yeah, it's going to be slim pickings, right? These guys are all going to go. Um, so you want to you wanna jump on it quick. So if you can do it this week, um, that would be ideal. Anyways, back to Boston. Four games, two off nights with the Monday start. Um, here's some players you want to potentially roster this week. And just first off, make sure Taylor Hall is rostered. Um, he's at 66% on Yahoo. Um, every league I'm playing in, he's rostered. Um, and he should be rostered. I think he's a rest-of-season kind of guy. He's, he's on the bubble, but um, this week, for sure, he should definitely be rostered. So make sure he's rostered. And then David Krejci. Ew, David. Get this man on your roster. 25% rostered on Yahoo. That's, that's, uh, that's crazy. Uh, um, I think Krejci is in the same boat as um, uh, Taylor Hall. I think you got to have him. Um, that kind of deployment he's getting with the type of players he's playing with. Yeah, David Krejci, especially this week, uh, should be on your roster. 25%, that's crazy to me. Um, He's having a nice season, and he's getting a ton of deployment. Um, You know, uh, last three games, look at these ice times. 20 minutes, 23 seconds. 20 minutes, 8 seconds. 19 minutes and 28 seconds. You know, granted, he's not doing too much out there right now. He's got, uh, you know, three points in his last five games. Not terrible. He's, you know, but Krejci should be rostered. So get this man on your roster for show, okay? And then some other guys, Connor Clifton, I think is, yeah, Connor Clifton. Oh, 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 Miss Clifton, Miss Clifton, over here. Oh, 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 Miss Clifton, Miss Clifton, Miss Clifton, Miss Clifton. Um, yeah, he's going to get you your defenseman perifs. He's playing, or he's getting reasonably deployed. I mean, lately he's kind of been a little bit, he's less than 20 minutes, so I, I don't like that so much, but he still is providing those peripherals for you. So Connor Clifton is there. Um, you've got Charlie Coyle, uh, Pavel Zaka, Nick Felino if you need bangs, because he bangs, okay? And then Craig Smith, I might, I might kick tires there too. It starts getting pretty, pretty uh, dodgy down there. But David Krejci, that's your guy for sure. Get Krejci on your team. He needs to be rostered for this week. My two cents, all right? Next up is Arizona. Arizona has four games as well with two off nights, um, but their schedule kind of kicks in later on in the week. They play Tuesday, which is that busy night, so you might not get the player in there. Then they play Thursday again, which is a 10-game night, so you might not get your player in there. And then they play Friday, Sunday. So that's not too bad. But just keep that in mind. You might only be able to play this Arizona player 
on Friday and Sunday, right? So it's kind of a useless ad at the beginning of the week. So let's look at some of the players on Arizona. Yeah, plus <laughs> the Arizona streamers are not good. All right, let's just uh, let's call it that. But uh, players you want to target on Arizona, Nick Schmaltz. He's 25% rostered on Yahoo. Okay. Lawson Kraus, uh, 13% rostered. J.J. Moser, 5% rostered. And then Nick uh, Bjugstad. Bjugstad. I don't know. Joey Jojo Jr. Shabadoo. That's the worst name I ever heard. Oh, no. Hey, Joey Jojo. He's 4% rostered. And Bukestad has actually uh, been playing pretty well as of late. So um, just, just some options there. Again, nothing really uh, very exciting at all. <laughs> so um, take it with a grain of salt. But um, Arizona might be a team you might want to target for the Friday-Sunday as opposed to streaming someone in for those, the Tuesday-Thursday game. So take a look at that. And then Washington is the next team I want to talk about. They have the same exact schedule as Arizona, right? But they have better streamers, much better streamers. So, I mean, take a look at this. So same schedule as Arizona, but some of the players that are available, um, TJ Oshie, he's 26% rostered. He is injured right now, but it's trending in the right direction. And he could be ready for next week, especially because they start on Tuesday, right? So um, even if he misses the rest of the games this week, and comes back on Tuesday. I think he could be ready for Tuesday. So, And he's only 26% rostered. And a nice thing about TJ Oshie is he puts up a lot of uh, good advanced statistics. So for the team, um, TJ Oshie is... What was I looking at here? His Corsi 4 per 60 is 5th on, on um, Washington. Behind Kuznetsov, Carlson, Ovechkin, and Nicholas Obekubel, for what it's worth. Right, um, but TJ Oshie, his scoring chances are number one. His individual scoring chances four per sixty, number one, and his high danger scoring chances per sixty, number one. So I like that. I think TJ Oshie is is great. Um, you know, hopefully he gets healthy for next week. But he also hits. He hits a ton. He's only played twenty two games this season so far. He has fifty five hits. What's this man doing? No wonder he's injured. Like, take it easy, my guy. It, it, what he has anger issues. I think TJ Oshie. They call me snap and pop because I snap and I will pop your ass in the mouth. Don't mess with me, man. Um, and fair enough. That's fine. But, uh, yeah, he, he's doing more than just, you know, scoring and getting assists. He, he, he bangs, all right? And he's getting a ton of power play time with the legend, the great eight Ovechkin, my man. Oh, oh, oh. You know what I'm talking about. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, TJ Oshie definitely should be rostered, I think, for this upcoming week. Dylan Strom is 24% rostered. He's playing on a line with Ovechkin, top line. And I think he's getting, uh, I, I don't know where he is on the power play. Um, let's take a look, actually. I'm looking right here. Um, yeah, he's getting second. Uh, no, he's not even getting any power play time. So, yeah, keep that in mind. For their last game, he wasn't getting reps on the power play. So, um, But he is getting reps with Ovechkin on the top line yet even strength. So I like that. Um, Gustafson, Eric Gustafson. Let's talk about him. He is the main beneficiary of the John Carlson injury. He's 50% rostered. He should be rostered for sure right now. Well, while Carlson is out, I think he's must roster, especially with the way Washington has been playing. So go pick up Eric Gustafson. He's getting, he's the number one defenseman. Now he's getting time on the power play. So yeah, get him in your lineup. You also got guys like, uh, Mantha, Connor Sheary, and then if you need bangs, get, go, go pick up Garnett Hathaway. Sheesh. This guy, uh, what, what the hell is this man doing? Again, 
he's he's putting TJ Oshie to shame. All right, this this guy's hitting like a just a just a unit. He's got 134 hits on the season. She makes, she makes, oh baby, but she moves, she moves. In the last game, he got an assist, one shot on goal, seven hits, and one block. Like, what the hell? This, this guy's a wrecking ball. So um, I'm into it. I'm here for it. Garnett Hathaway is your, your bang master, all right? Your brute. So those are, those are the players that I like from those four teams, okay? There are 10 teams with three games and two off nights. So um, I'm not going to go through all the players on these teams, but I will let you know the teams. Um, if you're going to pick a, um, players from one of these teams, they do have two off nights. So it's very similar to you know, Arizona or Washington to me because, um, yeah, you, 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 you'll be able to get them in still for those two off games. So let's take a look. Uh, the, te- the teams with three games and two off nights, the Calgary Flames, Chicago Blackhawks, Dallas Stars, Detroit Red Wings, Florida Panthers, Minnesota Wild, Philadelphia Flyers, the Pittsburgh Penguins, Tampa Bay Lightning, and the Winnipeg Jets, all right? And uh, to me, Tampa Bay is probably the most desirable there, and I'll, I'll explain why in just a second here. Um, We'll talk about now who, who's the worst schedule here this upcoming week 13. And uh, that's pretty clear. Buffalo Sabres and the Ottawa Senators. They both have two games with uh, both on the heavy nights. So, yeah, you, your, your streamer level players or your fringe players on Buffalo and Ottawa, to me, those guys need to be dropped. Okay, so we're talking, you know, with Buffalo. I, I do think that Dylan Cousins should, should probably remain rostered. But I think pretty much everybody below that. So we're talking, you know, Owen Power, Victor Olofsson, Jack Quinn, Casey Middlestad, even Matias Samuelson. These guys should all be, they're, they're potential drops, right? So if you're holding these guys, you can get rid of them for this week for sure and feel good about it. All right. Um, the next team, like I said, is Ottawa. Yeah, th- there's, there's less drops probably on that team. So you're looking at, let's see, I'm just pulling it up here. So, I mean, Jake Sanderson, if you're holding him, you can drop him. Shane Pinto, anybody else on this team that you're holding, you can get rid of. But uh, unfortunately, yeah, Ottawa has a bunch of must-roster players. So, yeah, if you're heavy on Ottawa or Buffalo uh, this week, it's going to be a tough week for you for sure. But, yeah, so now let's just talk just some interesting schedule things. So there's only one team uh, this upcoming week with a Monday-Wednesday start, and that is Anaheim. Right? No other team plays Monday and Wednesday. So that's why getting, getting a jump on these Anaheim players is going to be really key. Um, there are three teams with a Wednesday-Friday uh, games. So again, those are two off nights, and that's Anaheim, Detroit, and Tampa Bay. And that's why I was saying Tampa Bay is kind of one of the good ones because you can get them in early. Um, and, there's, and Tampa Bay uh, also has a Tuesday-Wednesday back-to-back so let's talk about Tampa Bay for a second. So they have three games uh, this week. They're all on the road. But they play Tuesday in Chicago and Wednesday in Minnesota. So if you can fit a Tampa Bay player in, this, this is kind of a good strategy. You could pick up a Tampa Bay player for Tuesday and get two games in quickly and then keep them for the Friday. But we'll talk about strategies moving on. But that's why I like Tampa Bay there. Um, and then... There are five teams with a Saturday-Sunday back-to-back. 
Boston Bruins, Columbus Blue Jackets, St. Louis Blues, Toronto Maple Leafs, and the Minnesota Wild. That's really key because that's going to be part of our strategy moving forward, okay? Okay. So now let's talk about that strategy, okay? What I would do if I were you, uh, and it seems pretty obvious, but pick up an Anaheim player. We talked about the ones that we want to target, okay? So you pick up an Anaheim player. Let's say you have one streamer spot. You pick up an Anaheim player for the Monday. They play Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then you just switch to a team that has a Saturday, Sunday back-to-back. Okay? So that right there is two moves that you've made. So one for the initial Anaheim player. And then one to pick up a Saturday, Sunday back-to-back player. That's two moves. And you get five games just off the bat. That's sick. That, that, that couldn't work out any better, right? Um, you know, uh, so that to me is one strategy you can do. Or you could pick up a Tampa Bay player. If you can't get an Anaheim player, you can pick up a Tampa Bay player um, for the Tuesday, Wednesday back-to-back, and hopefully you can get them in on the Tuesday there. So you've got a Tuesday, Wednesday back-to-back. Then you hold them for Friday's game. Then you switch to a Saturday-Sunday back-to-back team, right? Just like we talked about. Uh, and again, the Saturday-Sunday back-to-back teams, Boston, Columbus, St. Louis, Toronto, Minnesota. Okay. So yeah, I, I think that's really key. That's what I would do. Those are, they're, they're basically the same strategy, but um, yeah, again, that's just two moves. And then if you have four moves for the week, you can, you can pick up other, other players here and there, depending on how many streamer spots you have. Right. I usually like to have, I have one streamer spot for sure on each of my teams, but, you know, sometimes it, it works out, you've got two streamer spots. So if you have two streamer spots, just go ahead and pick up an Anaheim player and just leave them for the week and then um, use the second spot to enact this Tampa Bay strategy where you're picking up someone Tuesday, Wednesday, hold them for Fridays, and then you can pick up another back-to-back, uh, a Saturday, Sunday back-to-back team, right? So that would be three moves. This is insane. I'm doing math right on the air here, but... Yeah, so you get four games out of the Anaheim player. That's one move, right? Then you get um, two more moves for five more games. So that's nine games you get for three moves. That's awesome. That's, that's what you're looking for, right? That is what's going to suffocate your opponent with games played, right? That is exactly what we want. So um, those are, that's sort of the way that I like to do things there. So... You know, take it take it for what it's worth. But I think that those are some good options for you for streaming. And uh, yeah, what I'd like to do now is I want to talk about the top waiver ads and drops for Friday night here, just going into the weekend. So uh, let's take a look at that. All right. So we'll start with the top ads here. So the top five ads for Friday night. Number one overall, anti-Ranta. Yeah, this, this makes total sense. Um, Ranta has started four straight games and won four straight games, including two straight shutouts because uh, he, he got a shutout tonight against Florida. So, um, yeah, the goaltending is now getting pretty interesting in Carolina. Because, uh, you know, I've been a big uh, proponent uh, or a big fan of Pyotr Kochetkov. Um, and I thought they were prioritizing him and they sort of were, but now all of a sudden anti-Ranta's getting into the mix. So he's won his last five games since he's come back off injury. Carolina's won 10 straight. They're just going nuts right now. So 
you got to, <laughs> anti-Ranta, you got to pick him up and then see where it goes moving forward, right? I don't know who they're going to prioritize moving forward, Kochetkov or Ranta. Right now, it looks like Ranta. They've got more money invested in Ranta. Um, he's, he's more proven, obviously. So I think Ranta, especially now that they're going with him, four straight games, two straight shutouts. Yeah, I think maybe they're just doing a riding the hot hand in Carolina, and that's fine, but... Um, I think Ranta is a must-add player at this point and looks like uh, everybody else is sort of agreeing with me. So yeah, Ranta's your number one ad. Go pick him up. Um, Jordan Stahl of Carolina was the second ad. So um, that makes sense too. Uh, he's, been, he's been going crazy lately. He didn't get any points tonight. He did have a shot, a hit, and a block. So not not really what you expected if you, you picked this guy up. He is 24% rostered, um, 12% up over the last day here. Um, just because he's been putting some points on the board. But I think Stahl's probably a drop now. He'll probably be one of the most dropped players moving forward. Uh, Carolina was a good uh, streaming team for this Friday because they play Friday and Sunday. So they dodged that busy Saturday. So I think that's why Stahl was probably picked up there. Makes sense. Um, Seattle. What am I talking about? Um, yeah. Jordan Eberly is your third most added player, and again, probably picked up for the same reason that uh, Jordan Stahl was picked up. They play Friday, Sunday. Eberly is an offensive player. You're probably hoping to get something out of him, and didn't really happen tonight. He got shut out. He did get four shots on goal and a block, but come on, my guy. Yeah, so weird, Seattle. They're, they are just, their whole team is streamer level. That's insane, and they're, they're doing well with it, but uh, yeah, clearly there's uh, you know some issues uh, with team defense some of the scores they've been allowing. They're just, sometimes they're just in these barn burner type games. But anyways, Eberly, you know, he's a drop. He was added here. I would drop him probably. He's not required here. Um, Matthias Ekholm was a, was an ad. And that's that's an interesting one. Yeah, I'm not sure all, all of a sudden why Matthias Ekholm is getting added. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's obviously a good defenseman. Um, Nashville's a, a very good defensive team, but they're a very crappy offensive team. So... I don't know. <laughs> I don't get the Ekholm ad. He's going to give you defenseman periffs. You know, he was they Anaheim or uh, Nashville won tonight six one against Anaheim. He had a shot and a block. Not too inspiring. He'll probably be dropped like a like a hot biscuit. All right, but Ekholm, whatever. And then Thomas Tatar was added as well for the game here. And again, he's he's going to be a drop as well. Like they they play Friday Sunday so. You can see why people added these players, but Tatar's the definition of streamer level. Get that garbage out of here. He did nothing tonight and will probably continue to do nothing. So whatever. I understand the ads, but not, nothing, you know, breaking the doors down. Eric Gustafson uh, is further down the list here. I think he should be up there. This, this man should be added, right? And we talked about why. Uh, but anyways, I, can, well, let's, I digress. Let's talk about the top five drippy drops. All right. Eric Cernak, what? It, I guess he was injured in the game. Let's see, left, he left Thursday's game against the Rangers in the first period. Yeah. I mean, you had Cernak for, you know, his, his beefing, he's beefing out of control, his, his hits and his blocks. That's, that's why you had Cernak. He was putting some weird points on the board occasionally. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Cernak's a clear drop. Um, Kapo Kakinen, awesome name. Not such a good goalie. I streamed him in the other night, and he blew it big time. Come on, buddy. He took an L. Yeah, people were just streaming him in for the back-to-back with San Jose, and San Jose has a garbage schedule next week, so 
Get this man out of your life, all right? Get that Next one down, Dylan Doobie. The Doobie brother. Stay off the weed. Um, stay off the weed, Dylan Doobie. All right. Um, yeah, he was dropped. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> he, he did all right. Uh, you know, in uh, the game against Seattle the other night, he got an assist. He played 17 minutes. That's eh, not terrible. I mean, I don't know. He's a streamer. I, I get it. Um, what I don't get is my man, Michael Rasmussen, being the fourth most dropped guy. Come on. You got to give the guy more than one game. Um, a lot of times people just chase one performance. They just chase one performance. And if they don't get it the next game, they drop the player. And I, I don't like that. Um, you know, we, ha- we have to have a bit more of a holistic view of, of our ads and drops and, and what we're doing for the season, right? Michael Rasmussen, he's getting, he he's still played in this, this loss to Buffalo they had the other night. He played 18 and a half minutes. He was still playing on the top line, power play, all that. Yeah, he didn't have a great game. He had one shot on goal and nothing else. But, I mean, two, uh, the, the game before that, he had an assist on the power play. He had six shots on goal, four hits, three blocks. The game before that, he had two goals, two assists, four shots, one block. I mean, the guy's got all the tools, right? And he's being put in a good position. So I don't really like the drop there. It's like very fickle, um, you know. I get it. I mean, if you have to drop a player, then then you drop him. No problem. But it's just like he was one of the most added players the other day. Now he's one of the most dropped players just because he had one game where he didn't get any points. Yeah, that's not really very forward thinking in my opinion. So I like Michael Rasmussen is what I'm trying to say. All right. He's a very attractive man. Let's give him that. Uh, and the next most dropped player was Aiden Hill of the Vegas Golden Knights. Buddy. You effed up, man. You fricked up. All right. I had you. I I had you and Kakinen. I was expecting some nice, easy victories, and you really let me down. All right. And that's fine. But uh, yeah, Aiden Hill getting dropped makes sense. I'm going to show you some of these other drops, though. Um, we talked about Keandre Miller. He's still getting dropped like crazy. Whatever. I, I don't get that. Um, Mackenzie Weger, I'm, I'm seeing him on this list here. That's crazy. Yeah, he's 69% rostered currently. Nice. Uh, yeah. And he's just, obviously, he's fallen off a cliff. He's, he's played under 20 minutes in uh, two of his last three games. The perifs are gone down. I hate to see it. This man has zero goals on the season. What are you doing, my guy? Oh, man. I, this is a player I hope just lights it up uh, second half of the season. I th- he has all the uh, capability of doing that, but he needs to be put in some good positions. And, and who knows what's going on with him personally? Um, you know, if he's got injuries or whatever else going on in the dressing room. I don't know. But seems like a different player than the one that was in Florida. Maybe he was just part of that magic that they had offensively last season. And he was just kind of a collateral bit of that, you know. But... I just really expected a lot more of Mackenzie Weger. I've talked about him at length, so I'm not going to go too much longer, but come on, Mackie Weegs. Give me something I could use, buddy. I'm holding him. I'm holding on for dear life. I've got him in two teams, and it's like, I don't want to drop him, <laughs> but I do, and you probably should. But uh, yeah, there you go. Anyways, um, that's it. That's it for this show. I just wanted to get a nice quick one out there. Um, hopefully this reaches you well. This is going to be our last show of the year. 
and it's been an awesome year. Man, uh, just I'm so happy that I've been able to do this. This is only the 23rd episode um, that I've done. I've, I've done a couple more episodes with um, Apples and Genos. On I do a, a podcast there Sunday night with Nate Groot-Niblick. Um, and that's a lot of fun. But this is 23 episodes of Fantasy NHL Today. And I'm so grateful um, that I'm able to do this. I, I look at some of the statistics on the podcast and it's just neat to see people all around the world are listening to this. And um, I just want to say thank you so much that I, I just, I, I can't thank you enough. Um, I know this is a very um, niche sort of uh, topic podcast. So I appreciate all of you, you know, fantasy fiends, right? This is only the people that listen to this and me, uh, we get it. You know what I mean? That this, like, I, I listen to this type of stuff all the time and I love it. I get so much out of it. So I'm ho- I hope that I'm, you know, giving you just a fraction of, of some of the value I get from, from the podcast that I listen to and the people that I'm involved with. But yeah, I'm, I'm just so grateful. I'm grateful for you all. Um, let me just, I just want to shout out some people here. Um, <laughs> Looking at, I'm looking at my statistics here, the people that listen to this podcast. People in Australia, people in Sweden, Finland, Germany, Indonesia. There's a there's a somebody in Mexico. Thank you. What what are you doing? What, I mean, I love that. Um, I love that, uh, you know, people all around the world are, are tuning in and, and checking out Fantasy NHL today. And I promise you, this this year coming up, 2023, uh, I know it's cliche to say, but, but I'm excited. It's going to be a really good year. We're going to finish the season strong and we're going to get some awesome uh, off-season content for you, Um, you know, now that I've got a kind of a season under my belt. So anyways, I hope this reaches you all well. Happy New Year, everybody. I hope things are going so awesome for you and I will talk to you again in the new year. Celebrate your day. Celebrate your year. Bye for now. A rational explanation is hardly necessary.